it's your girl Rebecca and Lily and you're listening to just googly things hey boo things and welcome back to just googly things the quarantine spooky story special episode 44 and we are your beautiful hosts Rebecca and Lily hey so I just realized looking in the screen right now I'm wearing my reading glasses on my forehead. On your head. <laughs> and I look like such an idiot. So let me wipe these off. And I'm going to use them. Because they're like those type of blue light glasses that if you are on your phone or your computer a lot, it's not a prescription, but I guess it takes away the the blue light or whatever that gives you headaches. And I'm telling you, they actually work. So shout out to Amazon. They do. 12 bucks. And they're not, they're cute. They're pretty cute frames. So uh, Yeah, cute. they are. And especially during this quarantine, like, I looked at my screen time, because I have the iPhone, and the amount of screen time, I, just a lot of streaming videos and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'm on my phone way too much. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah, I've been on my phone so much lately, I'm, it's not even funny. <sighs> Alright, so, you ready to start the episode? Let's start the episode. Alright. You first, sweet thing. Alright. So, my first story is kind of long. Okay. But that's okay, because we got plenty of time. So, it's called, I have zero idea what I'm dealing with. My husband and I bought a townhouse back in September of 17, and we have had super weird things happen since. Most of these experiences have happened on our second story. For background, where the stairs come up, my office is immediately to the left. Then there is a long hall to the right and with the hallway bathroom. The laundry room just past that. My son's room on the other side and the master bedroom at the very end of the hall the access to the attic is in the master bedroom closet as our family goes it's me my husband our son and our two large dogs when we first moved in our son was only two to three years old and we had started and and he had just started making full sentences we would be playing all day without any issues but whenever it started to get dark outside he started getting nervous and he wouldn't want to be in his room He came downstairs at one point saying, Mommy, do you hear it? I said, hear what, kiddo? He said, the baby's crying, Mommy. My son is an only child, so you can imagine my confusion at this. I came upstairs with him, and I asked him where he was hearing it from, thinking maybe he was hearing the neighbors through the walls. He took my hand and pulled me towards the master bedroom, stopping just short of the threshold. He pointed to the darkest corner of the room and said, Over there, the baby is crying over there. My body went numb at this, but I just tried to brush it off and told him that there is no baby and he's just imagining it. This persisted for about a month before he finally stopped talking about the crying baby. During this time, I had been doing research on our house and there had been no deaths in the house that I could find, let alone any kids that lived in the house before us. A few weeks after my son stopped mentioning the baby, I started hearing scratching noises at night right above my bed in the attic. I told my my husband and he thought, we had a raccoon or some other animal in the attic. He went up a few days later, and there was nothing. I'm normally a heavy sleeper, but at least twice a week, I would wake up in a faint. I would wake up to a faint scratching noise right above me. I did my best to ignore it and just go back to sleep. This seemed to work as we hadn't had an issue for a while up until recently. I have always felt somewhat uneasy on the second floor, but I just attributed it to my past paranormal experiences growing up and being a little paranoid. Now I'm thinking my senses were on point. 
A few months ago, my husband and I were talking about how our son had this weird affinity for the crying baby when he was younger, and I had mentioned that one day when I was taking a nap, I woke up abruptly to being sideways on the bed with one leg hanging off towards the closet, almost like I, I was being dragged towards it. Ooh. However, I don't remember being pulled at all, and I do flop around a lot in my sleep, so I just brushed it off. After I told my husband about this, he frowned a little bit and and said that he had a weird experience too recently. Apparently, he woke up one morning around 2.30 to 3 a.m. and saw a figure standing by his side of the bed. He said it was all black and he couldn't really make out a face or any distinct figures. He went to kick the figure, thinking someone may have broken into the house, and his foot went right through the figure. This freaked him out a little, but he is a firm believer that if you don't acknowledge paranormal things, they can't do anything. So, of course, he rolls over and goes back to sleep and doesn't even think to mention it to me until I told him about my experience. The whole time we have been here, the dogs will randomly get spooked or will stare at something that I don't see. Every once in a while, our wolf hybrid, who is, who is typically scared of his own shadow, will get very upset and his hair will stand on end and he will emit a low but vicious growl. Our other dog is a black lab mix. I can't read that other word. Mal Malinois? Malinois? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Malamute. Okay. Uh, well, that kind of mix. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that type of dog. Um, um, uh, but she is getting old. She's 10 years old now. She doesn't really do anything much other than sleep on her bed and try to get all the pets and treats from us. This brings us to the present. Yesterday, there was a decent storm that came through our area. It was semi-dark out and the thunder was every once in a while. I am working from home during the virus pandemic and my mom had to come pick up my son at around 11.30 a.m. so I can work in peace without my son continuously bothering me. <laughs> a few hours later, I'm listening to a podcast. Hey, listen to our podcast. Just I things. commented and been like, we have a paranormal <laughs> podcast. Um, anyways, I'm listening to a podcast while working, and I hear a faint mumble that almost sounded like someone saying, Mommy? The chilling thing is that it sounded exactly like my son. I turned around to tell him that he needed to go back to his room and not to bother me while I was working. But as I was turning around, I remember that he wasn't even home. Uh -huh. I was here by myself with the dogs. There was no one behind me and no one down the hall. At this point, I try to brush it off, thinking my mind is playing trips on, tricks on me when my wolf hybrid starts losing it. All his hair goes up. He starts, he gets between me and, and the door and starts doing this, his low growl. This freaked me out a little bit, but I told him to stop, which he listened to, and laid back mm -hmm. down. But always, but not without keeping his eyes on the hallway. About an hour later, I was in the zone with work and was talking with a coworker on our team chat. They sent me something funny enough to make an audible laugh. Then I heard a tiny giggle that sounded exactly like my son coming from his room down the hall, who still isn't home at this point. I nearly fall out of my chair at this point with how scared I was. I got up and checked all the rooms upstairs but I was home alone, like I thought. I had to get back to work as we were starting to get busy, but I was on edge and straining to hear if anything else was happening behind me. About 10 minutes later, I hear the crash of something relatively small but still loud downstairs. My dogs run down a step while I followed behind them. 
my PlayStation controller, which was originally on the charging stand behind the TV, was in the middle of the living room floor. This made my blood run cold as we ha as we had not had anything physically moved yet, and I was having a full-blown panic attack. I called my husband, who was already on his way home, and he said he would be there soon. When he got home, everything seemed to stop. This all happened from about 2 to 4.30 p.m. in the middle of a little thunderstorm. I have looked into it, and from what I gather, when something can mimic voices like that, it's typically evil or demonic. Should I be worried? What do I do in this situation? I don't want to scare my son, and we can't move, but I am extremely paranoid and scared to be home alone now. Any help is appreciated at this point. Well, the first thing I, I as soon as the the husband said that um, if you just don't believe in the spirits or anything like that, they they just don't happen is completely false because yeah, the paranormal does not stop for anybody or anything. They, <laughs> they are their own thing and they don't give a fuck whether you believe in them or not. They're gonna still live their best life. Just saying. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, uh, I think that maybe there is something, whether it's the land itself that's haunted, like the lot is haunted. Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like townhomes are kind of like a newer sort of thing. So if it if there's a, a townhome development, in like the nineties. Yeah. So if they're yeah, like mine, I think mine was built in the eighties, nineties too. So. Um, yeah. it's still relatively new property, so whatever was on there before could have possibly been, you know, someone that died, possibly yeah. a kid. Um, there could be an evil attachment there that's taking on, like, the host of your child's voice, and they're just trying mm -hmm. to find ways to get closer to you. So, I would just say, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna move out of a situation like that, sage, sage, sage. Sage... Sage, sage your way through life. Exactly. See, that's just like the key to success. Sage your way through life. I actually, I want to. <laughs> I want to get more sage and like actually do that to my townhouse. Yeah. My friend just uh, she just opened up her own company that like she actually sells sage and like different bundles and I guess like different bundles are supposed to be like they're blessed with like different for different situations or something like that. It's a pretty cool concept. Oh, really? Yeah, That's yeah. Interesting. I have to look up what it's called again, but she was just telling me about it probably a few days ago. But, uh, huh. yeah. So, um, let's see. Okay, so my next story is colleague's husband saw his dead self. It was a quiet day at work, and so as usual, I'd mosey on over to the office next door and chat to colleagues, generally to procrastinate. A colleague of mine who worked finance got talking. She'd lost her husband about three months prior to a very sudden death at the age of 50. Apparently, three days before he dropped dead, he came in from work and sat down, looking pale as a sheet. She asked him what was up. He was pretty silent for a bit and then said, I just saw myself in the graveyard. Oh, God. I don't have his exact words after that, but apparently on his way home, he'd glanced over to a local graveyard that he passed every day and saw what appeared to be himself beckoning him to come in, sort of slowly waving a hand in a come-in motion with no emotion on his face. As I said, he died soon after and was buried in that same graveyard. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> a short but not-so-sweet story. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine seeing yourself in a grave? I would write my will then and there. Well, a lot of people have the question, would you rather know when you're going to die or just die and not know? Like, I personally don't want to know when I die because I feel like it's just like a, 
just a New New Year's Eve countdown for my death. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that anxiety. Like, I don't want to know how I die. Like, if I'm going to die because someone's trying to kill me, like, just kill me from behind me, like, so I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't want to, I don't want (laughs) to walk into my own death knowing so. Like, that's horrible. But it seems like this person didn't know how he was going to die. He just knew he was dying soon, which I guess is a little better, but I still wouldn't want to fucking know. If I was if I was driving anywhere um, and I drove by a fucking graveyard and I saw someone who looked like me waving at me, I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. You're right. Let's go." Yeah. I'd be like, "You got a point. Stop it." Oh my god! Like that is such a like. What are we? Well, we're millennials technically, right? But I that's think like so. we're that's such like a millennial Gen Z thing. Like there's like all these things about like. Uh, like so many memes and we're like yeah we're just kind of over life we're done bye (laughs) one time i told my parents that they were selfish for having me because i didn't i didn't sign up for this i'm like i didn't consent to being alive i didn't ask to pay bills amy no argument there (laughs) they're like you have literally no argument there and your dad's a lawyer and he didn't even have an argument that's when you know you were right (laughs) one of the best lawyers couldn't even fight against his daughter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we were at a stalemate there <laughs> all right lily what's your next story okay my next story is called why i made this account and this is a good one okay growing up i never thought i'd find anyone who could relate with what i went through finding this group and finding reddit really made me realize that i'm not alone I want to start posting my experiences with the paranormal. It's kind of hilarious writing it down because I swear these stories sound like they're coming straight out of a Blumhouse horror. Blumhouse? Blumhouse? Blumhouse. They're the ones that, like, did Insidious, Conjuring. Oh! Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. Uh, Let me start with one that made me want to start writing in the first place. It's The Hat Man. Hat Man. Hat man? No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't sleep very well last night. Me neither, sis. Me neither. So, so I'm like so out of it today. Okay. New Year's Eve was always for the family. We would stay home and we would just watch the ball drop on TV and head to bed. But for once, my mom actually had plans. A date. Being that I'm so used to spending the holiday with everyone, I stood up waiting for her to get home and I figured I could just watch some movies. I was watching High School Musical 2. It had just come out that year, and my uncle bought me a bootleg copy on DVD. I had my blanket sprawled out um, and was sitting on the living room floor, and Sharpay was ending her fabulous scene, and something told me to turn my head a little to the left, and when I turned, I saw a man in a hat and a trench coat sitting, starting to sit on the couch. Uh, he was fucking huge. I knew because when he sat, his knees reached his chest. I couldn't help keep my eyes off of him. It felt like hours of me staring at him. He didn't move. He didn't say anything. He was just a black shadow sitting on my couch. It always bugged me because I was so close and I always wonder why couldn't I see his face? I tried so hard to look away and it was when I heard someone come upstairs and I forced my head away towards the sound he was gone. My life has been surrounded around the paranormal since I was young, but this is one thing I will never forget, as weird as it sounds. Thank you for making this group, and thank you for making me feel like I'm not crazy. The end. 
I really, I mean, another hat man story. This, okay, this experience happened to me when I was 11, 12 maybe, and mm-hmm. never once heard about this hat man being an actual concept until we did this quarantine spooky story special. So that's been over 10 years. Like, this is nuts that, like, like, I mean, it really does make me feel better knowing that I'm not experiencing mm-hmm. something, like, by myself and it's only happening to me. Like, this is a common phenomenon, and it is a paranormal one. So, um, I don't know. It's, like, it's definitely, it's weird, but it's comforting to know, like, yeah. not only my mom and I were experiencing this just in our home. It happens all over the world, so. It does. It really does. But having is a busy guy. Seriously. He's like Santa Claus just popping up all over the place. <laughs> scaring some okay, people. Okay, what's your next scaring story? Scaring some people. Okay. Uh, let's see. Which one am I going to do? Okay. Uh, pick one, two, three, or four. Uh, two. Okay. Let's see. Let's. Hopefully, I didn't pick this one. So, uh, before. When I was quite young... It was discovered I could interact with spirits. I recently found that my four-year-old son can, too. Have we done this one? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. So I'll begin by saying this. I've always been able to interact with the unseen. I was first found to be able to interact with spirits when I was six years old. I was attending a funeral uh, and spent the day... Oh, wait. And I spent the day playing with my cousin. It was his funeral I was attending. Eventually, I bumped into him, and it was as if I bumped into a living person. It felt like I was physically touching him. I even fell to the ground. Now, I've heard of people who could see, hear, and sense the spirits, even going as far as to communicate with them regularly, but up until recently, I've never come across anyone that could physically touch them the way I'm able to. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, just that I've not encountered it before now. Fast forward 18 years. I now have a four-year-old child. I'm running a very small spiritual business looking to expand soon and have grown into a position of some standing within my religion. My son is and has always been the light of my life, but I've always wished he had gotten the chance to meet my father, who passed away almost a year before my son was born. I know I'll be asked at some point, so I'll just nip it in the pants before I'm asked too much. My family has a history of mental instability, including depression and schizophrenia. I am indeed severely depressed, but I've been tested quite a few times to be sure I'm not schizophrenic. All tests have come back negative. My therapist has informed me that she doesn't believe that I'm schizophrenic, and it's quite possible I'm just experiencing a part of our world that's often left unseen. Now, on to the experience. I'm sitting in my mother's living room, reading while my son is coloring. Now, like I said, I've always seen spirits, so needless to say, Dad isn't truly gone for me. I've been able to cope with his passing slowly since I still see and communicate with him often. One thing Dad used to do was flick my ear when I was doing something and tuning the world out. As my son was coloring, Dad kept telling me to flick his ear. I'm trying not to respond verbally because it scares my mom and she hasn't fully coped with my father's passing, and that's when it happened. My son jumps up and stomps his foot on the ground. No, Papa! My mom blew a gasket. She goes on this rant of how I passed my curse on to her grandchild and that now he won't have a chance in this world. <laughs> oh. oh my god. But I won't go into all that negativity as it isn't healthy. The thing that got me was that my son knew to call my dad Papa. He's never met my sister's daughter, the only other person who knew to call dad Papa. So this 100% rang as being proof, in my eyes at least, that my son was legitimately reacting to my father. My mom may be scared, she has her reasons, but I couldn't be more proud of my son. Just thought I'd share this with you guys, and thanks for reading. 
I think that's an awesome gift to have, personally. I think so, too. All right, Lily, what's your next story? Okay, my (laughs) next story is called My Experience with Two Spirits. Hey, everybody. Longtime lurker. Finally decided to create an account and post. Okay, so I was like 9 to 10 years old and was laying in my bed at night. For some reason, I was having trouble falling asleep, so I rolled over to look at my clock and see what time it was. For some reason, it was hard to see, almost like a haze was blocking it. Then I realized two people were standing in front of me, an old woman and a little boy. They seemed to me to be dressed in 18th to 19th century clothes and were kind of semi-transparent kind of grayish in time and you could tell they weren't fully solid they were both just standing there uh and it looked like they were holding books and looking down at them reading it always looked to me like they were in church and they were looking at bibles or hymn books or something they were kind of swaying i guess oh god that's terrifying um like this like, like they weren't totally still her dress was moving like if a slight breeze was blowing I was so scared that I told myself I was going to count to ten and then yell as loud as possible to get my parents to come to my room and save me. I counted to ten and was about to yell when they just disappeared, like I watched them evaporate. It was wild and horrified me as a kid. I had quite a few weird experiences in that room, but as I got older, they went away and never really came back. Because of that, I'm always looking for more proof of anything paranormal. I'm a skeptic first, despite my experience, but I'd love to hear more people's more about other people's experiences or see proof. The end. So what, like, um, what, like, what do you think from your perspective this could have been? If you're looking at it from a skeptic side and you're looking at it from a paranormal believer side, like what, like, what do you, like, what are your theories? I mean, my skeptic side is like you were just dreaming. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my believer side is, you know, it could be a residual haunting. It could be two people maybe praying to get... Have you ever seen the movie The Others? Um, I don't think so. Oh, my God. You have got to see it. It's so good. What but I can't about? really reference it without giving the whole twist uh, away. But okay. it, like, What is it about, though? It's about um, this family in World War II uh, living in a house that's haunted, basically. Oh, okay, okay. It's got Nicole Kidman in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen it then. Yeah. You have got to see it. You have to watch it today. It's like the perfect day for it, too, because it's all, like, stormy and gross out and everything. There's this meme, now that you said Nicole Kidman, and I guess she's dating, uh, what's that guy's name, Keith Urban? That -hmm. country singer or whatever? And this, like, guy goes on TikTok, and he, like, pulls up a picture of both both of them, and he was like, why have we, as a society, let this union continue? be still existent to this day. And then he goes, Nicole Kidman, look at her. She's a vampire. I don't need any scientific proof. She is just a vampire. <laughs> and, like, it's just going off about how he is 100% persuaded that she's a vampire. And then he goes to like, Keith Urban and just roasting him about his hair and how it parts in the middle. And it is just the funniest <laughs> video because, I, first of all, I didn't even know they were together because I don't, like, follow on that stuff. But then, like, looking at the picture, I'm like, they definitely don't look like a compatible couple. I mean, live your truth. If you guys are meant to be together, go for it. But it was just so funny the way he was just, like, saying she looked like a vampire. I'm like, holy shit. She does look like a vampire. <laughs> and now I can't unsee it. And now you guys all know Nicole Kidman's a vampire. So, on that truth note. exposed. <laughs> on that note. Let's see what you Okay. I'll do this one. 
Um, you know what? I'll change it up. I'm going to do, my mom got the UFO sighting she always wanted, but it was more than she bargained for. My mom is a very religious person and no nonsense. She grew up brethren, which is basically an older form of Baptist that doesn't really exist anymore. Despite her upbringing, she has always been interested in aliens. I think it's because her dad had an obsession with them, but I don't know why. Maybe he saw something during his trucking and military days. As a kid, I always caught my mom watching those alien and UFO shows. She really wanted to see a UFO for herself. One night she was traveling. Wait, I wasn't finished. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were. Wait, no, I was finished. I was finished. Oh. Never mind. Sorry. Oh my god. I thought I cut you off and I was going to feel like the biggest douche talking about Nicole Kidman being a vampire and then cutting you off. Okay. No, I just saw that I had a story still open and then I realized that's my next story. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. Okay. Continue. No worries. Sorry. Blooper reel. <laughs> so. Pretty much the mom wanted to see a UFO for herself. So then she's traveling down the Appalachian Mountains in western North Carolina, coming from a festival in eastern Tennessee. It was fall, so the leaves were beginning to become bare, and you could see through them. She was driving along with my sister and my grandmother when she sees what looks like three to five lights in a circular shape. It's getting really close. My sister and grandmother notice it, too. Soon it appears to be behind them, very low to the ground. My mom opens the sunroof and windows, but there is no sound at all coming from whatever it is. Then something my mom begins to describe as an opaque white column comes down onto the road behind her car, and it's following. Like, the distance between the white column and the car doesn't change. My mom went from curious to freaked out and guns it. (laughs) I think the total time it followed was probably less than a minute. Eventually, it all went away without a trace. When my mom finally got to bed that night and told me about it, I thought she would be excited, but it nearly scared her to death. She said she always wanted to see a UFO, but that experience left her terrified. I remember she complained about being able to sleep, not being able to sleep for the next few nights. This was 10 or so years ago, but she still doesn't seem to talk about aliens with such frequency. So it happens, so it's, it so happened that she knew of a friend who lived around where she was when she saw it. She called him up, and sure enough, the camera in his garage actually caught the lights on film from that night. Probably wouldn't have if it wasn't fall because of the trees. If people are interested, I can try and see if she knows where that video is, but it's probably long gone. And then they edited the story and go, sorry, but I can't find the video. It was on my mom's Facebook, but this was about 10 years ago, and I can't find it. Uh, It was also the local Johnson City, Tennessee News, because multiple people saw the lights from a distance, but I can't find the report online either. So more than just them experienced this, it was on the news in the local Tennessee news, which is crazy. And I guess this story proves that, you know, be careful what you wish for. UFOs are legit. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. And okay, wait, I wanted to talk about this on the show, but maybe we can make this like another episode. But did you see now that I guess the Pentagon's releasing all those UFO files and stuff like that? Which is so funny to me because that is barely being talked about because of all the coronavirus. You know the coronavirus is serious when UFOs are being put on the back burner. Like, we've been waiting decades <laughs> for this stuff to be released. And we're like, whoa, 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 UFOs, you had your fucking chance to have your five minutes of fame, all right? You're not going to take this pandemic <laughs> and start, like, trying to take its light, all right? So you need to take a back seat, mister. And it's just so funny to me because no one's talking about it. I'm like, this is what we've been waiting for. These are like, this is evidence from the 70s. have been for years for this. There's movies about it. There's TV shows about it. People have been hunting this down, and now it's here, and we don't even care because of fucking coronavirus. Yeah. I love it. All right, Lily, love what's that your next one? 
<laughs> I love that for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is called playful activity, question mark. So this one is making me feel a bit crazy. Well, crazier than I usually do. I'm staying at my mom's in the city for a few days while I'm doing some things to enroll into online classes. She lives in a condo in a fairly new building, but the city has a lot of history, so a lot of the area is considered haunted. My mom has been experiencing strange things since she first moved here, and we all kind of excused it as forgetfulness due to the nature of the activity. Well, I'm here to say my mom isn't imagining things, we're just forgetful. The other day, I opened her freezer to get a fudge pop, and a couple of minutes into eating it, the freezer starts this loud beeping, and I look over to see the door wide open. I think, oh, I was so excited for this fudge pop, I forgot to shut the freezer and go, go to close it. That's so wholesome. I love yeah. that. Um, and then again, last night, I went for my fudge pop. Remembering my mistake last time, I made sure that I had the box closed and pushed it back all the way, then closed the door. Um, my mom and I settle in to watch a show on her couch when the freezer starts going off, the door wide open like last time. I get up to close the door and tell my mom I swear I shut it before I sat back down. She says she believes me, and I didn't mention it at the time, but I think that this has to be a ghost. Today, my mom and I went back to the, went to the store, and when we came back, we noticed a drawer that's used to store old books. We didn't use very much, used to store old books we didn't use very much, was open, and we both know we didn't touch the drawer before we left. I already think that's weird enough, and I close the drawer as my mom is leaving to take my dog out to use the bathroom. I walk into her bathroom and start to write about my experience in this subreddit on my phone. I opened up the app and walked out of my mom's room and to find a charger, and the drawer was open again. I immediately let out a very loud scream, sorry neighbors, and call my mom. She answers and tells me how it would... Uh, how it would do that all day and how she thought she was imagining closing the drawer so she recorded herself doing it so if it opened again she would know that she closed it but has never been able to get it to do it on camera she even set up a motion activated camera that never caught anything i honestly am still in disbelief that it was open so quickly it was almost like i turned around and it was open again that's how fast it happened I have no idea what to think other than there's some spirit hanging around that likes to pull minor pranks on my mom or my mom and I are having a shared hallucination. The end. I don't think that it's a shared hallucination. That's too coincidental. Yeah, for it to be the same exact thing. For If, like, weird things are happening here and there, mm -hmm. like, maybe it's a shared hallucination. But this is the exact same thing. It's happening, like, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Like, and I think that they're doing this on purpose, the spirits. Like, I think it's a very intelligent haunting because yeah. it's funny how as soon as they try to start setting up, uh, like, cameras or motion sensors to try to prove this is happening, the ghost sees this and is like, uh-uh-uh. Yeah. I'm still messing with you, but I'm not getting <laughs> any evidence of this, okay? Like, I'm one step ahead of you. So, um, yeah, I definitely think it's intelligent. And why they're doing this, I just think that they want attention. Yeah, Probably. Just let, letting them know that they're here and they are not to be fucked with. And if I want this drawer open, it'll be open. God damn it. And if I want a fudgeticle, fuck it. I'm going to take a fudgeticle. <laughs> oh, now I'm craving a fudgeticle. Okay, I haven't had one in so long. No, I, I don't. Know. It really has been years. I kind of forgot about them. Right? Yeah. You know what? Do you, okay. When you used to go to an ice cream shop, sorry. Now I'm thinking about ice cream. Or not an ice cream shop. Like the ice cream truck. What would be your go-to ice cream that you would get from the ice cream truck? 
do you do you remember those little things they were called shots and they were just like little balls of Italian ice? Yes. The lime one. Yes. I used to love that one. Yep, that was that was it. That, that was, was my the shit. shit. You that, those were my jam. In the middle of summer when you're in a hot park and you're just downing all of those shots, hell yeah. I thought it was so cool eating those. Mm-hmm. But when I was young, you? younger, younger, I just, my number one go-to used to be the Snoopy. Where it was okay. like the Snoopy, like it was chocolate and vanilla, but then the back was a chocolate, uh, like a cho- like a hard chocolate backing to it. So it like mm-hmm. kept the form of the Snoopy head. But mm-hmm. I don't know, as years went by, then like the face, like it never actually looked like Snoopy. But it was just the case. It was supposed to be a Snoopy ice cream, but it never actually looked like Snoopy because like they just stopped caring, I guess. Um, but it was either that, or if they didn't have that one, I would get the shots. It was depending on how I was feeling, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Oh, now I want summer to be here, so I can just go to a park and get ice cream. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Uh, my next story. I remembered something that happened to me when I was a child, and now I can't sleep. A few years ago, I was scared of literally everything, and my parents were tired of saying to me, nothing is wrong, or those noises are made by the neighbors or simply ignoring me. So it was expected for them to do the same that day. The point is that I always heard noises like a crystal ball falling and bouncing on the ground again and again, or people noises, but not that day. I was trying to sleep when someone whispered something in my ear with a very raspy voice. The heat and air that came out of his mouth brushed my skin and I opened my eyes instantly. I freaked out obviously. And I screamed for help. My mother came and told me nothing happened, and then she went back to her bedroom. I turned around and faced the wall because whatever it was that whispered to me, I didn't want to see it. I couldn't sleep, obviously, and it was late midnight, pretty late for a kid. Suddenly, I felt the mattress sinking as if someone had sat down on it. Trying to pretend to be asleep, I didn't turn, but a hand grabbed my shoulder. I turned around, and there was nothing. I gasped, so stunned, I couldn't even move. Since then, even if it's cold or the most horrible heat you can imagine, I sleep with the sheets covering my eyes. I thought that it was a craze of my family because my mother also does it. But after remembering this, I have a totally different opinion. Ooh. Yeah. I don't care oh, what... Oh, you hear that, Pop? Wait, what was that? That was my knee. Oh, my God. You're breaking. Oh my god, I'm so old. I was ancient. Oh my, that was loud as hell, Lily. Ow, I felt that. <laughs> you know how sometimes like your knee cracks but you don't feel anything? Yeah. <laughs> I think you just dislocated your whole body. <laughs> oh my god, my whole leg is going to be like a wet noodle now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my All god. Right, I'm, I'm like kicking the air to try to like <laughs> rebuild the <laughs> that's your workout for the day <laughs> yeah that's enough that's enough exercise for one day that is so funny i can't wait till my life comes back to normal and we should go back to planet fitness together and work out yes oh my god that was hilarious that was such a fun day that was so freaking fun we need to go back and do that at least once a week okay i like working out with you and hopefully I somewhat can. I'm a good workout buddy because I make everyone else look more athletic. <laughs> you are holding your own though. For someone that doesn't work out, like you you like you can hold your own. I was impressed. Thank you. I was impressed. Thank you. All right, Lily, what's your last story? 
Okay, my last story is called... Let me get to it real quick. I was home alone. Here we go. This happened a couple of years ago. One night, my mom went out for dinner with my aunts, and I was home alone with my dog, a miniature poodle, who naturally barks at everything. My front door has two locks, not including the chain. Anyways, when you want to unlock the doorknob, you have to push in a button in the middle of it so no one can so no one can turn it from the outside. A few hours go by, and I'm laying on the couch, scrolling on Instagram. My dog was asleep by my feet. The TV was on, but I had it on mute, so everything was quiet. Then we heard the button on the doorknob pop out. Naturally, my dog jumps off the couch and starts barking at the front door. Like I stated, the door has two locks, so I get up to open the door for my mom so she doesn't have to bother with the top lock. I turn the porch light on and open the door, only to find no one there. We both heard and reacted to the sound of the lock popping out, meaning someone had to have had the key and was trying to open the door. I will add that my dad passed away, but that was over 10 years ago, and this has only happened twice. Another time, we were in the kitchen because my dog followed me everywhere. I was cleaning up, and the same thing happened. We both heard the lock. My dog started barking like crazy and ran to the door. Only this time, I heard him jumping up and down like he does when anyone comes in the house. He liked to pounce on people. So naturally, I'm thinking my mom just got home. A few minutes go by, and she doesn't come in the kitchen, and I don't hear her go upstairs. I call out to her and get no response. So I go in the living room to say hi, and she's not there. My dog is on the couch just chilling. I go to check the front door, and the bottom lock is, once again, unlocked, but the top lock and chain are still in place. I don't know what to make of it. Who was my dog jumping on? I don't know if it was a glitch in the Matrix or if it was my dad. Either way, it was unsettling. The end. Ooh. Yeah. Spooky kooky ookie, since we haven't said that word all episode. (laughs) Do you realize it's May 1st today? I'm sorry. I just realized that, and I have no attention span right now. I know. My attention span the past few days has been so bad. Like, I can do something for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, it's bad. That is what quarantine is doing to me. But it's May, Lily. It is May. Holy shit, we only have two more weeks left of quarantine. We only have 14 more spooky story specials left. Is that a real thing? Like what? They said May 15th. I think they were going to end shelter in place, right? I don't know. I mean, I heard, like, I heard they're doing it in tiers where it's, like, May 14th. That's, like, the essential workers, like, the people that work in warehouses. And then two weeks later, it's going to be, like, other people that, like, are a little more essential. And then, like, kind of go down the tiers. So I, but, okay. but the thing is, is, like, you don't know the real story. You never know. Yeah. You have to find you everything out through Twitter. they decide. And yeah. And by then, it's too late. So. Yeah. But anyway, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying that I think this is the, I, I'm telling myself, because I want to believe what I want to believe, I'm telling myself that this is the dad just checking in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to tell myself with this. I'm not telling myself it's a ghost trying to intrude to the house, because that's too <laughs> scary. That's too spooky kooky ooky for me. Too spooky kooky ooky for Lily? Okay. Far too spooky kooky ooky. My last story for today is... My dog has been acting really creepy when I'm home alone, and it's annoying me a lot. (laughs) Uh, Since I'm sometimes home alone, I get scared because of my dog, who barks at random places when I'm alone. 
That creepiest moment when I'm home alone and my dog started barking at 3 a.m. and she started barking really loudly at the bathroom. I really don't understand. Of course. But when it annoyed me so much, I got up to check and no one was there. After I looked over the bathroom, I then heard a faint female voice said, Good girl. <gasps> bitch. Bitch. No. 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 I felt my heart dropped as I looked around the house, but there was no one there except for me. I don't want to mind... I don't want to mind opening the curtains and look to the window since it's 3 a.m. that time. Kind of weird since this doesn't occasionally happen when I'm with someone in the house. Update. So this actually happened two days ago, and now I'm giving you the part two to this story, which happened just last night right after I posted this. So I unexpectedly woke up at 3 a.m. by my dog, dog barking once again. But this time, it's not just in one place. She's now walking around while barking as if she's following someone or something. I can't really remember since I'm really tired and exhausted that time, but the creepiness gets intensified when the lights in the living room start flickering on and off in a few seconds, and she starts barking even louder in the living room. I'm hyperventilating that time. It happened, so I tried forcing her to stop, but it's no use. So I fainted, but just split seconds before my eyes shut closed. Oh, my God. Before my eyes shut closed, I saw a dark figure in front of my dog while she was barking, and the figure said with an odd voice, you are such a sweet dog. I woke up trying to recall what happened, and all I can think was that the dark figure showed up in my mind because my hallucinations attacked my mind because of too much tiredness. But I don't know what the fuck was going on. Holy shit. I mean, at least the spirit's dog-friendly. We love a dog-friendly ghost. True. If I was a ghost, that would be me. I'd be like, you're just the most beautiful dog. Who's a cutie? Oh, you see me? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Who's a cute living dog? <laughs> you can't get me. me. You can't get me. You just go through me. <laughs> Literally me when I pass away. Yeah, I would just go from house to house just petting dogs for free. Just strange, petting strangers' dogs. Oh, my God. I mean, that is the best way to spend time in the afterlife. Absolutely. That is the only way to spend time in the afterlife. Are you kidding me? All these ghosts have been doing like it wrong. I a little note, though, like saying, like, sorry if I freaked your dog out. I'm a ghost. I just wanted to pet it. <laughs> sorry. Here for the dog, not you. Not trying to haunt you. <laughs> here for the dog, not your soul. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. You better remember that. You better remember that. I need to write that down. All right, guys, so that is the end of the Quarantine Spooky Story Special, episode 44. Lily, we're almost at 100 episodes in total, like, oh my God. out of all of our episodes. I have to do the math of how many episodes we've done total, but I think we're getting up there to 100. So I Woo! wonder if the Quarantine Spooky Story Special will be within our 100 episodes. It probably will. We're going to be in quarantine forever. Yeah, seriously. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, let's go through all the socials. Unless you have anything else to add, Lil? Um, rate us five stars. So yes. we go up the chart. We are number forty in South Africa. Let's get let's let's keep this good thing going. Let's get to forty in the United States. Let's get to forty in Italy. Let's get to forty in England. Let's get to forty in. What, what other country? Australia. What, Australia, yes. Down under, mate. I don't even know if that's a good <laughs> accent. But we're going to say it is. 40 in Antarctica. 40 in the North Pole. Wherever. I mean, I can settle for being Santa 40. Santa Claus listening to just doing things. <laughs> He's like, spooky, kooky, ooky. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Uh, let's go through the social media. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Just Goalie Things Podcast. Our personal Instagrams at Rebecca Ruber and at Lily Baldessari. Follow us on Twitter. JGT Podcast. Facebook like page. Just Goalie Things Podcast. Facebook private group. Just Goalie Things Podcast. Group. Donate to our Patreon because we're broke. <laughs> Just Goalie Things Podcast. And if you or someone you know has a paranormal experience that they'd like to share with us, or share it on the show, email us at justgoalythingspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, Boo Things. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars and review. If not, screenshot your favorite episode and post it on all your social media and send it to all of your friends. All right, guys, talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.